Hello, 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 and welcome back to Formula E Byte, the podcast that brings you Formula E updates in bite-sized chunks. And in this episode, we're taking a look at the races that we have just had last weekend in Berlin. We have just had a weekend full, absolutely full of racing in Berlin at the Tempelhof Airport. It was a doubleheader, a little Formula E special. We love a doubleheader with Epri on the Saturday and an Epri on the Sunday as well. And from that, what were the main takeaways? Well, first things first, Jaguar. Jaguar again. I mean, Jaguar Power Man. It's a serious package. We had a podium for both Evans and Bird on the Saturday with Buemi's Envision starting on pole. Then the very next day, which was, of course, the Sunday, we had Cassidy on the podium in the other Envision. So across the weekend, that is all four Jaguar-powered cars showing serious speed. Podiums, poles, you name it. Fast, fast, fast weekend. Again, for Jaguar-powered racers. Now that speed, I think that speed is kind of what we are coming to expect now. A little bit, I think. Expecting a lot, actually. I think, I think they look really good now for the second half of the season coming up. I think that if they carry on on this trajectory, well, Porsche, as we'll see later on the show, going to have to start stepping back up to performing how they were much earlier in the season. Because right now, the momentum looks like it's with Jaguar and Envision. So that was speed that we are perhaps expecting. But there was also speed that was maybe a little bit more unexpected. Very unexpected, actually, I feel. And that was in the form of some some serious pace from ABT, Cupra and Maserati who so far this season have been pretty forgettable. I don't know, is, is, is that too harsh? I don't know, Maserati haven't been great so far in their first season, but they did go on to pick up a podium on the Saturday after a decent qualifying session from Gunther, who then went on to pick up the fastest lap on the Sunday. And with ABT on the Sunday, very, very strong qualifying, both drivers starting the race on the front row in first and second positions. The race itself, not so good, but still speed we haven't seen from them really at all this season leading up to that. Now, I did have some reservations going into the weekend in Berlin. I mentioned on the previous episode that... I have a bit of Berlin fatigue, really, having had so many Ypres there since, well, since Formula E began, but especially from 2020 onwards. That being said, overall, I did really enjoy it. I thought we might see something a bit more different at Berlin with the Generation 3 cars, and I think we did to an extent. There was uh, a lot of very close-up racing, three cars wide, a fair amount of overtaking, all that good stuff. You do and have had that in races in the past in Berlin. So in some ways, maybe it was a, a bit like usual Berlin, but faster. That being said, overall, I, I did really quite enjoy it. I thought it was good. Uh, not my favourite track of the season so far, 
but we did have some very good racing and you can't complain about that. And we had some results that continue to shake up the standings in a championship that at the halfway point of the season is really, really close. So let's see how it unfolded going back to qualifying on the Saturday. The group stage then, the top four drivers making it out of group A from fourth to first were Seti Camera, Cassidy, Buemi and Van Dorn. Then in group B, fourth place was Dennis, third Tictum, second Gunter and Sam Bird topped the group. And we had a very close quarter final between the two Envision drivers with Buemi beating his teammate Cassidy. We had Van Dorn beating Seti Camera. We had Tictum beating Gunter. And we had Bird beating Dennis. Then in the semi-final, it was Buemi who came out on top against Van Dorn. And it was Bird that bested Tictum. And then in the final, it was Sebastian Buemi coming away with the win and earning the right to start on pole. So let's see who finished in the top 10 and picked up points. 10th place was Roland, 9th for Maserati's Mortara. Lotterer picked up the fastest lap and finished 8th. Verne was 7th, Verline 6th, Cassidy 5th. The pole sitter Buemi just missed out on a podium, finished 4th. Gunter 3rd, Bird 2nd. And Evans won. So we had a Jaguar 1-2 and a, I think it's fair to say, a, a shock Maserati in third. Very enjoyable stuff. So then, of course, we go on to the Sunday in qualifying group A. Vern topped the group. Verline was second. Muller third. And Dennis in fourth. For group B, we had Buemi at the top. Frines second. Evans third. And Cassidy in fourth. So then, into the knockout rounds, we had Muller versus Verline, with Muller dispatching of the Porsche driver. Then we had Verne versus Dennis, which Verne won. We also had, on the other side of the bracket, Frines versus Evans, which Frines won, and an all-in-vision clash again, with Buemi beating Cassidy, just as he had done the previous day. So, pretty annoying if you're Cassidy. Although, he would have the last laugh, as we'll see later. But in the semi-final, we had Muller against Verne, which Muller won, and Frines beat Buemi, which of course gave us, rather surprisingly, the all-ABT Cupra final with Frines against Muller, Frines winning that and becoming the pole sitter for the second day in Berlin. But how did the race end? Well, looking at the top 10, Tictum was 10th, Muller fell all the way down to 9th, Van Dorn was 8th, Verline was 7th, Gunter was rapid, rapid again. He started in 21st, picked up the fastest lap and finished 6th. He really did have a phenomenal weekend. Da Costa drove well up from 10th to finish 5th. Evans just missed out on another podium, finishing fourth. Vern was third, Dennis second, and Nick Cassidy getting his last laugh and winning the race. Okay, so it's time now to review the podium prediction. 
Now, if you don't know, this is the part of the show where, well, previously, in the preview episodes, I'll pick three drivers that I think will be on the podium at some point during the weekend. And I was far, far too bold on this one. I was I was talking the talk, but the drivers, the drivers I backed did not walk the walk or drive the drive. Looking at you, Stoffel Van Dorn, I was certain he would be on the podium. He obviously qualified well on Saturday. He, he started on the podium, started in third, did no finish the race though, and Sunday he was eighth. I also backed Da Costa pretty confidently again. On the Saturday, he qualified 19th and did not finish the race. Better on the Sunday, though. Finished 5th, but not a podium, of course. But then, I had removed last week. I lifted the ban I put on myself with regards to always picking Sam Bird. And with the Bird ban lifted, he flew onto the podium on the Saturday. Don't need to talk about the Sunday when he might have finished 19th. All that matters is he was on the podium. So one out of three for me this week. All right, then let's look at the team standings. Remind ourselves what on earth is going on in the championship. So 11th is ABT Kupra, who have points now. They have as many as five points um that sounded so rude but they're bottom they've got five points i didn't mean to sound that sarcastic they've got <laughs> they've they got five points they're they're 11th 10th is nissan what do you want me to say 10th is nissan 18 points neo have 20 points they have got one point from from the weekend just gone eighth is mahindra who have 27 just two points behind now. Maserati, who have 29 after a strong time in Berlin. Sixth, now the, the jump starts to come in. Sixth is McLaren with 72 points. Fifth is Andretti with 103. Very closely behind fourth place DS Penske, who have 107. Jaguar are third with 138. Jaguar customer team, Envision, are ahead of Jaguar with 153 points in second place. And first is Porsche on 168 points. And for the driver standings, let's look at the top 10. In 10th, we have Jake Hughes on 32 points. He's eight points behind his teammate, Rene Rast, who is in ninth on 40 points. Eighth is Buemi on 57 points. Seventh is Bird on 62. Sixth is De Costa, who has 68 points. Evans, fifth, 76 points. Just four behind Jake Dennis, who has 80 in fourth place. Then in third, one point ahead of Dennis on 81 points is Jean-Eric Verne. Second place is Cassidy on 96 and just four points ahead. A man who once had a very big lead 
after sort of first three or four rounds, Pascal Verlein, he now has 100 points. And the rest of the pack is starting to close in a little bit on the Porsche driver. So the stage is very much set for an exciting second half of the season. So we'll wrap up this review here. Make sure you are subscribed or following Formula E Byte wherever you listen to your podcast because we'll be back next week with a preview episode for my favourite race, which is, of course, Monaco. So that will be coming next week into your podcast feeds. Until then, thanks for listening and I'll see you later.